Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Transformation Gold Podcast. I'm your coach and your hostess, Nicole DiVincentis, aka Figure Chick 911, coming to you in the world of personal and professional development. And tonight we're talking about something that most people don't really want to hear about. It's going to require just a little bit of soul searching here. But as always, it's looking internal setting your ego aside and being very, very honest with yourself and then the answers that you give. And so tonight we're actually asking the question, are you the type of person who, when you commit and say that you're going to do a certain job or a certain task, that number one, you do it, You don't require follow-up to actually do it. Number two, you complete it. And number three, nobody has to come back and check your work double and triple time. There's usually somebody who will always follow behind, you know, if this is, I'm thinking like an inventory thing or you have a system of checks and balances, but they don't have to come after you to be sure that the job is done properly. Like you're not a slack ass. I guess that's what I'm getting at here, okay? So what type of a worker are you? What type of a leader are you? Are you a person? This one's going to hurt a little bit. But are you the type of person who just like dumps? And I reference, you know, all different fields. Again, I come from a medical background and we used to have something called dumping where the nurse who worked before us didn't do all the stuff that they should have done and they left like the nastiest work for the next nurse it was called dumping and you knew that they did it because it was chronic like they did it all the time is that you or are you the opposite end of the spectrum that you always go above and beyond to ensure that the work that you're doing is quality work that you have attention to the details, that sometimes you're gonna be putting in, oftentimes, extra time. Whether or not it's compensated, I have no idea, but you made the commitment that you're doing this thing, you're doing it right, you're completing it, and you're doing it to the best of your ability, but ultimately, like, correctly. So is this a bookkeeping thing? Are you in charge of some sort of inventory? Are you working in retail where your job is to make sure that either the shelves are stocked or the clothes are folded? Are you in some other service industry? Are you responsible for taking garbage out? Are you responsible for doing some sort of back of the house work for restaurant work? This even applies in your personal life. This could be something, you know, like how you keep your house. If somebody asked you to clean out the garage, you agreed to it. All right, did you do it or you just kind of like shuffle stuff around? And here's what I'm gonna tell you. Like, I know that some people are just like, well, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Here's, here's, I'm gonna be very, very honest with you as a business owner. I know we like jumped right into the content on this podcast. I just, you know, had this little voice of inspiration here and I thought, you know what, I better capture this before, before the idea leaves. And here's what I'm going to say. Myself as a business owner, I look at expansion and hiring employees. 
and when you are operating in I think our economy really right now is doing quite well and you know a lot of people are back at work and everybody's working but anytime you look throughout history with the economy there's always ebbs and flows right there's like times of great economics and then you have times of recession like it's always been that way and anytime you get into tough times tough times and there's recessions what happens is that there's layoffs and there's job reductions and firings and, and things like that that happen well assuming and presuming that there's going to be another time where there's going to be jobs which are cut because there's a lot of technology which is replacing the human factor. Things that may just be completely unpredictable, you know, maybe one particular job doesn't have a set exit strategy and so if something happens to the owner, the company just kind of like shrivels up and then, you know, people are looking for jobs and I never want to leave you in a place where you're like always freaking out, but in the back of your mind, you have to do what's going to to keep you in the most secure position should you choose to remain on a job track, right? Like I, I train entrepreneurs, I train people who are in jobs and there's, there's always a certain type of work for everybody. Entrepreneurship is certainly not for everybody. But when you're in a job and sometimes you're doing part-time work while you're building a company or sometimes it's just seasonal work or sometimes you're like hard, fast on a career track and you're looking to move up the ranks within a person, like a certain um, department or an industry or organization is who, who is the boss going to choose to move up the ranks or if there's job reduction? And now we have to think about who is going to be our most valuable player, our most valuable person. I, myself, I would rather have a person with a very strong work ethic as opposed to somebody who does not. That I always have to double check their work. It, it just costs too much time. It, like Time is the name of the game. So if any boss any business owner, any manager has to spend a lot of time following up on you to make sure that you're doing the things correctly. All right, that's a waste of time. That's a waste of productivity. And that's a cancer in the organization and it actually has to go. Like, that's like how it is. All right, so what I'm gonna challenge you to do is start to really internalize. And again, this is, this you must surrender your ego like that's got to be off the table and you've got to start becoming a very hard master to yourself as to what not just the expectation is but what sort of expectations do you have of yourself and then I think what will help you with this is place yourself in the position of the the company owner all right, not always just the manager, but like the owner of the business. And if you were the one who was in charge of the checkbook and you had to pay your employees X amount of money per hour for the work that they do, would you honestly in your heart of hearts want to write, 
I guess your double the check. If you were the owner, would you want to write you the check as the worker for how you work right now? Okay, and there's no shame to coming to like grips with the fact that maybe you're not doing as much as you know that you should be. Okay, the, the what I mean is when you turn that leaf over and you are like, yeah, you know what, I'm, I've been slacking. I just, you know, got my foot in the door. Nobody around me seems to be like really charged up and energized for work. You know, it becomes, I, I think largely it's usually a reflection of the leadership oftentimes, but just because other people are taking that path doesn't mean that you should take that path. All right, I, I think the challenge is to take the high road and to be an excellent worker all the time, even when nobody else is doing it, even when everybody else is sitting around and they're watching you work, you always have two options. I know that it can get incredibly frustrating if people see you working and sometimes they will literally try to keep you from doing any extra work. At least you know you can go to sleep with a clean conscience that you literally gave your all wherever you are. And when that starts to become your creed and when that starts to become, it's like it becomes your DNA that that's who you are. You become the A player. All right. And by work, I don't just mean like you seem like you're busy. I honestly mean like you're doing quality work you're working at very high levels and usually with this stuff your levels of productivity are incredibly high because over time what you have is not just accuracy but you also gain speed so you become a very 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 high producing machine and believe it or not people take notice even if they don't say anything it always comes out later it always comes out sometimes years later or when it's time for a promotion, or you will start to notice the early drippings of you becoming groomed to move to another place within that organization. And you'll see that they're gonna start to have different sorts of conversations with you. You will start to see that they will start allocating different responsibilities to you. You're gonna see that they start to treat you as a different sort of employee they'll handle you on a much more professional level because what happens over time is they come to trust you as you are a very stable and reliable worker and one that they can count on to fill the gaps and step up in times of need wherever it is that you're working like they never have to worry about you does that make sense? And I'm going to tell you whether you have a manager or it's the direct boss who's over you, even if they don't tell you how valuable you actually are, you need to, to internalize this. And even if you do not ever receive affirmation from them, you need to know with solid footing, first and foremost, that you're doing the right thing. But second of all, how incredibly valuable you are to those people. That's how true businesses are grown. When you have individuals where the person at the top can step away for a short period of time, for a day, for two weeks or whatever, this is actually how we build systems. And when we as business owners 
or a manager or however like your hierarchy goes when we can step away with clean conscience and a hundred percent confidence that the people who are running the show behind us are not doing so with a slack ass attitude but actually try to outproduce what we do you want to talk about fun times and and huge explosive growth that can happen with inside the organization when we know that we have rock solid people beside us and then down the chain if you would it means mountains especially in today's world because i will tell you just looking around people's overall work ethic is well you can you can say let me ask you this when was the last time you went any place where you required some sort of customer service and did you ever walk away feeling like wow like you were wowed by the customer service experience and it could be anywhere this could be retail this could be the 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 person who bags your groceries at the grocery store this could be um I don't know, you go in to, you know, you pay for gas and you go get something out of the snack shop in there. This could be your server if you're in a, in a restaurant or something like that, where you walked out of there and you, or even on the phone, you know, their mannerisms and how well they attended to you. Like, how many times have you walked away or hung up the phone and thought to yourself, you know what, that person, like... I, they told they blew my mind like I didn't even expect that it doesn't really happen all that often right and I, I have confidence that things are going to be changing in the near future but until we actually you know have that become part of our DNA where customer service you know becomes a priority and people pick up their ethic and and we you know we groom and and we move you know to bigger and greater things as I know that we always rise to the occasion to do put yourself in that role as if you were the customer all right would somebody who interfaced with you also feel like wow this person seriously took care of me because sometimes that's the work that you are required to do can the boss trust you to do awesome at the job which you've been given and maybe you're not counting inventory maybe your job is to greet the customer greet the guests you know have conversation dialogue over the telephone where you're where you're establishing rapport are you looking at the people in their eyes when they walk in and honestly greeting them as individuals rather than just like hey welcome in right like just like or not even saying anything I'm telling you today, it makes a huge difference. And when it comes to things, not always just, you know, sales which occur on that day, you have to start developing your mindset. And this even includes, like, if you are working in a service profession such as healthcare or public service, I know that we take for granted that we have jobs all the time, but things are crazy. Like when we started seeing change of the healthcare system and hospitals were being, you know, engulfed by bigger hospital systems and all that stuff was happening, not everybody's job is 100% secure. So please, if, if that's you, you know, pay attention with, with the message here is that you have to always be thinking about 
what is my long-term value as an employee? And am I creating customer loyalty, guest loyalty towards the place where I work? Because sometimes we don't always have sales or business which occurs on the day, but oftentimes they'll come back as repeat customers or they will have such a tremendous experience that then they leave and they post on Facebook. I mean, outside of just like the reviews that people leave on Yelp and different places like that, but people will leave, you know, marks on Facebook and say, hey, I was at this particular place, like this, they did an awesome job or they're gonna just start texting their friends and their families, like word of mouth referral is huge. And just know that wherever you are positioned in an organization, you make a huge difference. Whether or not you have face-to-face customer interaction is, is not always, I don't wanna say it's not important. What I wanna say is that um, if you don't have face-to-face customer interaction, the fact that the way that you do your job is so awesome alleviates stress and burden on the people who do have face-to-face customer interaction. And that totally impacts the bottom line. It impacts productivity, it, it impacts sales, it impacts overall revenue for the short and the long term. So I'm here to tell you that your role matters even if you're in a role right now where you think like, well, I'm just a cog in the wheel. Well, I'm just minimum wage. Well, you know, they can probably just do it without me. Well, they don't ever say anything. Well, you know what? Once you establish your mindset as I'm here and I'm doing the very best job that I can because this is who I am, I promise you, I promise you, your whole entire world will change because how you run your whole entire life is going to be different from everybody else. Your standards will be different. The sort of opportunities that come your way within that organization or even future places that you go to work, I'm just telling you, we can see things in you when you have that level of dedication and that level of job ethic, work ethic rather, we can see that in you just based on a very, very short interaction with you. And you better believe it that if we have to choose this in person, this interviewee over this interviewee, or you know, we need to somehow we're, we're remodeling our company or anything that happens, we will always go to the individual who brings the highest like value to the company. Because we know that wherever we place you, when you have those inner crusts of, of work ethic and commitment to quality and commitment to follow through and you're doing the work well and right and we do not have to helicopter monitor you to be sure like, oh my God, this person was on inventory. Now we're going to have to follow them up and it's always off and this, that and the other. I am telling you that you have a much higher chance of being retained as an employee even in the face of a horrific economy. Like we will try to come to you and and make things work so that we can continue to provide a place for you to feed your family, 
right? Loyalty goes both ways. And so when you start to own that, and again, I want to emphasize the fact to you that, and this is going to come across harsh, I, I do believe in affirming and recognizing your employees. I totally do. But the thing for you as an employee, as a worker, as a volunteer, as a member of a team is you cannot hinge your performance on whether or not you are affirmed or whether or not you are recognized. If you've coached and trained with me on the professional development front, you know that I am the person, like you can never hinge your actions based on what other people do. When you commit to doing a job, when you commit to doing a task, it's because you understand who you serve. And for my advanced coaches, if you have ties to God, you know that at the end of the day, you serve God. And so you're to do everything as if unto the Lord, right? That's where that biblical phrase comes from. And so no matter what job it is that you're doing, you do it because you're, you're actually serving and glorifying him through using your gifts and doing everything as though you're doing it to him. Okay, if you if that's not a part of your life or you're not that far advanced in your in your faith journey, then your point of reference in terms of who do you serve is remembering who is it that your company serves? Who who is the who's the customer? Who's the guest? Who's the client? And every time you're doing things, especially if you have jobs which people don't see if we have you know porters at the gym if you know you're on janitorial services all right a lot of times your work is behind the scenes and you go you know quietly throughout your day and your in your time usually goes unrecognized but if you stop doing your job, you better believe that they would recognize that, you, that the garbage isn't being emptied. Or if you're working in the school system, like who's going to clean up the puke, right? We have like, like kind of laugh at all these things. But that's, that requires your mindset. That's your responsibility to keep that first and foremost in front of your face to understand that wherever you are in the hierarchy of your organization or the job that you're doing, it's valuable and you are appreciated, very appreciated, because guess what? If your job was a non-necessity, you wouldn't have a job. Trust me. Trust me. Business owners are all looking to somehow cut money in different, you know, cut expenses in certain places so they can expand in other places. And if there's a job which, you know, could be replaced by a, a machine or, you know, slamming it into another person's role, we have totally seen this happen. And I would venture to say that we probably haven't seen the end of it yet. So know that if you have a job, like, you, it's a valuable position. And it doesn't mean to ever just kind of like slow your pace down. You want to become a valuable person within that organization and within that enterprise because it's part of your DNA. But it always starts with and comes back to triaging your position. 
from a place of, a, of having a very clean heart, if that makes sense. So that you can look at yourself and say, yeah, you know what? Gosh, you know what? I, I, I honestly, I was, you know, on Facebook for oh, probably a good 20 minutes, you know, in the morning time and then probably another 20 minutes later morning time and then eh, maybe 15 minutes you know past my lunch break and you know I clocked in but I took my time getting back to work and you know how this goes right so how you do small things is how you do all things so what starts out as being a task is totally like contained in your whole entire job and how you run how you run your 24 but how you conduct yourself as an employee, as a worker, as a volunteer, especially as a volunteer, right? And to do so with a very clean and open heart and follow through and do the task, do the skill that you committed to doing in the beginning, and here's the kicker, in the spirit with which you committed. Now, I know sometimes you have job-related tasks that you didn't necessarily agree to. They're just somehow housed underneath your job description. And I also know what it's like to be dumped on. And I also know what it's like to be in a position where you are absorbing an excessive amount of work that honestly cannot be humanly done within whatever, your 40-hour work week or your 36-hour work week, you know, you're working from home and, and these, I don't have all the solutions, okay? But what I'm saying is the starting point of honestly, are you the caliber of individual and the quality of a worker who does what they say they're going to do without being prompted again, without having to be asked again? who completes the task in the timeline, all right, that was established. And if there's not one established, I would recommend if you honestly have no idea what the timeline is that you, you know, work with your your higher ups to make sure that your expectations are aligned. And then ultimately, the quality of the work that you do, is it done correctly? Okay, so those, those are great starting points and you can take those immediately straight back to work, straight back to your volunteer organization because it shines a light on the caliber of individual that you are. And if there's no other reason to do it, it's because of that, to take the high road and to be the example rather than the follower of other people who don't do what the situation calls for. Hmm? Ah, I know. (laughs) It's all good. I promise you. It's just like the law of sowing and reaping. It's like the, it's karma. Okay. You get back what you put out into the universe. So let's talk quickly about the law of the harvest. All right. And then, you know, you're going to be able to take that away and, you know, put it back to your work so that you have a different place of application. Okay, so the law of the harvest, it's, it's based on like growing crops, okay? It's, karma says what goes around comes around, all right? And there's like different laws of karma. I like to use, you know, sometimes more organic examples. So the law of the harvest, I like that one. So the law of the harvest says, 
you reap what you sow. Okay, so that means like when you're planting seeds, if you were to plant uh, sunflower seeds, you don't grow zucchini. Like it, it doesn't happen that way, right? In a garden, in a real life garden. So, okay. So whatever you're sowing with your work ethic, with your kindness, with your attention to detail, with your willingness to go the extra mile, all right? You reap what you sow. You're going to be getting back what you put out into the universe, what you're actually planting and sowing, okay? Or reap, yeah, sowing, okay? So you reap what you sow. The next part is you don't reap in the same season that you sow, right? So you plant the seeds, you got to water, you got to weed the ground, you got to fertilize, you got to take care of it. It causes, you know, takes a certain amount of days for germination to occur. And then the plants got to, you know, grow into full maturity, blah, 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 blah. So the planting season and the harvest season are two completely different seasons. All right. So you never reap in the same season that you sow. Same thing when it comes to your work. You don't get back, you don't get the results, you don't get the promotion, you don't always get the money in terms of increased wages or sales or anything like that. You, you, it just doesn't always happen in the same season, okay? You, you get it later, all right? The last part of the law of harvest says that you reap more than you sow, which is totally encouraging. So that means when you give extra, you're going to be getting more back. But be advised, that doesn't mean that's the reason why you do it, okay? It's just like filed at the back of your brain that you know that one day it's going to be coming back to you in some capacity. You never know what it's, what or how or when, okay? So that is your personal coaching cues when you get yourself all worked up and you think that stuff's not happening or you get passed over for a job or whatever the complaint is, okay? That when you show up at work, you show up with a very clean conscience, you're there to, to do the job, to do it correctly, make sure that nobody has to helicopter over you. This includes when you're doing volunteer work. This includes when you're operating in your household. <laughs> All right, and then just understand that whatever it is that you give, you always get back more. That's simply how it is, okay? So you can rest assured with confidence that it's, you're going to get your reward one day. But in the meantime, it's holding yourself to that higher standard, even though people that you look to the left and right of you may not be doing they either are not in the habit of it or they're in the habit of doing the least amount of work. Does that make sense? We groom you to the higher echelon. We groom you to the always leave the place better than when you found it. Leave the place better for the person who's coming behind you. Okay? Clean up after yourself. If you're at work and you're, I don't know, using the copier machine or something like that and you're cutting papers and you're stapling and you're paper clipping and you're, and you're doing stuff like that and you leave a holy mess, the person who comes behind you then has to actually work 
before they can actually do their work. Nothing is more frustrating. Right? When you come and you see a garbage can full. How many times at work have you walked past a full garbage can? And you just try to like stuff in like your last piece of garbage there. You see it, you think, oh, it's not my job or somebody else will get it or I'll do it tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. No, it starts then. How you do small things is how you do all things. And you want to be thinking about the next person who's coming behind you. Am I the type of worker? Am I the type of teammate? Am I the type of volunteer who, when people come behind me, after me, it's simple for them to start their work. They're not being dumped on because I don't either do the thing at all, I don't follow through, or I do it incorrectly and now they have to come back and double check my work and undo half of the stuff that I did and try to figure out what you know what's right what's wrong and now they're trying to make corrections and it ends up taking them twice as much time does that make sense and that's that's a personal operation system which is it's not it's definitely not commonplace but you will find that all things all teams, all households, all organizations operate seamlessly when you have rock solid individuals who act. And I know I focused a lot in these beginning podcasts on the importance of positioning yourself to win. And I still stand by that. But you also have to take a step back and look at the macro view and realize that more times than not, you're operating in a team capacity. So if you look back through the podcast, then we talked about positioning your players to win, positioning your teammates to win, positioning your boss to win. Does that make sense? And so it's filling voids, it's tending to the things that have to be done, even if it's not quote unquote in your job description, even if you're tired and you would really rather do anything else but I don't know, clean up the the coffee spill or, you know, clean the coffee maker, the coffee pot in the break room or something like that. Because that's who you are. I know. Head up, young grasshopper. (laughs) Here's what I'm going to tell you. When that becomes your operating system, I promise you, I promise you, you will... You will make leaps and bounds advances over other people. Like eventually what will happen is that you will become such a high producing individual that the opportunities will start to come to you fast and furious, but they'll be, they'll be big. Like they'll be magnanimous. That's simply how it works because you always reap more than you sow. So it's entering each and every day with a very positive attitude, even if you're tired, even if you don't feel like dealing with people, you know, each, master the moment, you know, tend to your basic needs, make sure, this is my, my, my buy-all, right, my anchor list, make sure that you're, you're, you're nourished, that you're eating, that you're getting rest, that you're drinking enough water, all right, so that you can be in your peak state all the time. But then your job is to handle each moment to the best of your ability. And when you mess up, as you will, is to course correct. Apologize for your mistake, 
course correct and do something so that you won't make that same mistake again. Put a different system into place. Make it so that it's a fail-proof system for yourself. And when people work with that, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, it's going to come back to your favor. I promise. But that's all I got for you today, friends. I was just suddenly inspired, just thought about, you know, the quality of work, the caliber of work. Can people count on you? All right. So that's your challenge for the week. A little bit of self-assessment here. So we're just going to wrap it up. I thank you for joining us on this podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Have a great night. Bye-bye.